Welcome to Real Testaments. The messages shared at Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. We trust God that through this message, your life will be transformed and you will receive grace to influence your world. God bless you. Hallelujah. Today I want to talk about the principles of growth. The principles of growth. Somebody turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 14. Please, I want to, I want to, am I live? I want this message to be recorded. Pastor Kingsley, am I live, please? Or at least let it be recorded. Thank you. The principles of growth. This morning we talked about growth series. So I want to continue in that line. So I want to show you some principles. Now let's listen to me, child of God. Everything you see is based on principle. Lord, I pray that your word will give us illumination. Your word will transform us and make us better in Jesus' name. Amen. Everything you see is based on principles. Or are based on principles. Give me Luke chapter 14 verse 28. Luke 14 28. I want to welcome everyone I've not seen in a long time. God bless you. Thank you for coming to church. When you come to church, you make my day. So if you want to make my day, come next Sunday. So as you are dressing up, wearing your clothes, if you don't have any motivation, just tell yourself, I want to make pastor's day. Luke chapter 14, verse 28. And as you make my day, know also that you are making God's day as well. All right. Luke. 1428, that's where I want to read from. Uh, okay, look at Jesus talking. He said, for which of you intended to build a tower? In other words, which of you you want to grow? Building a tower is success. It's something you want to add another feather to your cap. You want to achieve something. So, in other words, this message can be also be titled as the principles for achievement. You want to build a tower. You didn't have a tower before. You want to build it. He said, which of you intending to build a tower, sit down not first, or first of all, sit down and count the cost, whether you have sufficient or sufficiency enough to finish it. Like I always say, Jesus is my mentor. I follow him and whatever he says, that's what I do. So if I don't hear his voice, what I do, I, I watch, I mean, I, I read his letters. Now listen to this. When you study the Bible, don't attack the activity. I've told you this before. When you study the Bible, don't attack the activity. Instead, look at the context and the principle behind it. Our God is a God of principle. If you look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, when he created man, he put in place a system and a principle in place. What is a principle? A principle is like a fundamental truth or a proposition or a theorem or a law that when you apply it, it's not about who is applying it. It's, a, it a, it a, it's not about whether, it, it, it's not about your gender or your status. As long as it is applied, it will bring out results. A, a principle, when it is applied, it will produce results. For example, there is a principle of planting 
and reaping or harvesting. So if you have not planted, you have no right to expect harvest. Harvest is about those who have what? Planted. The Bible says as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. That's the principle. So there is a time for seeding and there is a time for harvesting. Seed time and, you know, harvest shall not cease. So there have to be a time for seed. There is a time for harvest. So if you have not sown, for example, you have no right to be expecting a harvest. Harvests are for those who have planted. If you put corn inside the ground, you are expecting it to sprout and to grow so that it can give you the corn that you want to eat at the end of the day. So it takes process. So you must understand that life is about principle. The same way there is a principle of reproduction. So reproduction can be asexual or reproduction can be sexual. Now let's bring it home for us. Reproduction is sexual. We are told in biology, which is very true because I have put it into practice and it worked for me. A man marries his wife and they have sexual intercourse. And the man deposits his semen into the woman and the woman releases his egg. And in nine months' time, the woman produces their own kind. So you see, ah, David, you look like Patrick. Ah, Jason, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kinsley, you, Jason looks like you. That is your own kind. That is what we call sexual, you know, reproduction. Now, that is principle. That is the principle of production, I mean, of reproduction. So, as long as you invoke or implement the principle, you are going to get the same result. That's a principle. The same way Jesus Christ is teaching, he was talking, he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So, there is a principle of giving. If you want to receive, Jesus is saying, give first. And God put the principle into practice. The Bible says, for God so loved the world, John chapter 3, verse 16, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Today, we all believe, therefore, we are now part of God's family. So, the principle that God used was to do what? To give first. Some of you, you complain, nobody gives me anything. It's because you are not invoking the principle of giving. If you want people to give to you, what do you do? You give first. Listen to me, you are going to be blessed this morning. So, life is about what? Principle. You must look at the principle that is in place and you invoke the principle. For example, if you invest in giving and friendship, what do you get? You are going to get goodwill. The Bible talks about Dorcas, how she was giving out and blessing people, doing welfare. Why do you think that people who, are more, who do welfare more, when people react more to their need? People respond to their need. A few years ago, I heard of a man of God who was sick. He was sick and was, I met somebody at Allen and we were talking. The person said, ah, this man must not die. You see what's inside my bag? I am going to deposit it in the man's account. People were running around going to give to the man so that he can, they can have money to pay for his bills and make the, man was, make the man okay. And the man is a giver. I know him personally. The man is a giver. He can give his last coins and give it to someone who is in need of it. So the truth of the matter is that you need to understand 
when you invoke a principle, you get the results. You need to look at life from the perspective of principle. If you don't look at life from the perspective of principle, you are going to be failing. You won't be getting results. So Jesus Christ was talking here in that look. Give me, leave it in Luke now. In that Luke chapter. Leave, leave it in Luke, please. In that Luke chapter 14, verse 20, they say, which of you wants to build a tower? Which of you wants to grow? You want growth. What you will do first is to sit down and think. So it gives us number one principle there. The number one principle is the principle of thinking. It's the principle of thinking. The principle of thoughts. Now under the principle of thinking, you have thoughts, you have ideas, you have vision, you have goals, you have creativity, you have intentions, and you have imaginations. All these are intangible products. So if you want to grow, the first thing you do is to sit down and think first. The truth of the matter is that everything you see on the earth today came as a result of thoughts. The microphone that I'm using, somebody thought of it and said, why can't we have a device that will be well powered so that instead of one or two persons hearing what somebody is saying, multitude can hear it at the same time. And somebody thought of it and decided to produce the microphone. Hallelujah. The same thing. Somebody thought of it and said, oh, why are people moving up and down? Why can't we have machines that will move up, up and down? In those days, people used to ride on horses. People used to ride on horses moving from one place to another. From horses, they created what we call chariots. They will put the cart and put somebody there or put the load there, and the horse will pull the cart. From there, somebody thought of it and said, why can't we have a machine that will move people from one point to another? And so people started to think. That was how car came. If you saw the car, the first car that car Benz made, the guy who made the Benz, the first car that he made wasn't looking good. But today, if you want to buy a Mercedes Benz or you want to buy a Benz product, you know that you are paying for premium. Virtue have to leave your pocket. What am I saying? Everything you see, every creativity, every creation came from thought. So Jesus Christ talking first, he said, you need to sit down and count the cost. It means you need to sit down and think first. You sit down and think. So you ask yourself, oh, I want to marry this year. Oh, do I have the means? How much do I have in my account? How much does the lady have? You need to reason all of those things. Where am I staying? I'm staying with my brother-in-law, staying with my sister-in-law. Will I bring my wife and put her in the, my brother-in-law's house? Or in, you say, no, no, I need to rent my place. Okay, how much do I need to rent? I need one million naira to rent my place. So you need to think all these things through. You need to think them through. Thoughts. Somebody say thoughts. Thoughts are raw materials that you need to use when it comes to the journey of growth. The next thing that Jesus Christ talked about, he said you need to count the cost. In other words, you need to plan. Planning does not negate faith. In short, when you have faith and you don't plan, it means that it is tantamount to doom. You need to plan. On that planning, you have what we call strategy. What is a strategy? A strategy is how do I intend to bring these thoughts to reality? That's a strategy. 
What are the mechanics I'm going to use? So that planning, you have strategy, you have mechanics, and you have what I, what I call tactics. If you watch a football game, you hear them talk about tactics a lot. They say, oh, the coach got the tactics wrong. What is tactics? Tactics is the formation you want to use. Who are the players that will help you execute the formation so that you can win the game? I tell you the truth. When a coach wins a game, they will say, yes, that tactics worked. When a coach loses a game, they say, oh, the tactics was wrong. You need to change the formation or change the tactics going forward. So you find out that the best coaches in the, in the world are coaches who are very strategic, strategic in the way that they reason. They have a, you see, people have a, 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 a plans board. In those days when I used to do advertising, you know, advertising, I did advertising, so we'll sit down and we have a, we have a campaign that we want to break. It could be a media-oriented campaign. We'll sit down, we'll have a plans board and we'll begin to brainstorm. What are we brainstorming? We are brainstorming on the strategy to be able to land the campaign. We will land a world-class world campaign. So when you turn on your radio or you turn on your TV or you go on social media, you see the same buzzword everywhere. You say, what's going on? Somebody is running a campaign. You think every, every advertisement that you see on the road and on your phone, you think it's, uh, it's uh, what do you call it, it's an afterthought. Somebody sat down and wrote a script, a strategy for it to happen. So on your phone, you see the same message. When you go out on the billboard, you see the same message. You are driving. Experiential marketing, you see the same message. All of a sudden, what are they trying to do? They're trying to get your attention. They're trying to tell you, buy this product. Come and get involved in this service. That's what they're trying to let you know. You open your WhatsApp message, you see video flying up and down. Somebody sat down and wrote a plan. It's strategic. So number two, you need to plan. Now, these things that I'm saying, you need to implement them in your life. You are where you are today because, one, you didn't think about it. Number two, you didn't plan about it. You need to plan. You need to be strategic in your life. You need to tell yourself, in the next five years, this is where I want to be, and this is the plan that I want to use to get there. So you can say, in the next five years, I'm going to use milestones to gauge what I do. What are milestones? Milestones are success, success, success tips. So you say, in 2025, I have achieved this. In 2026, I have achieved this. You could have a milestone of every 12 months or every six months, as the case may be. You need to have a plans board. A plans board is very important. If you don't have a plans board, you are going to be making an error because at the end of the day, five years has gone, 10 years have gone, you have not achieved anything. When it comes to the principles of growth, one thing that is very important is to think. Number two is to plan. On that plan, you have strategy, you have mechanics, and you have tactics. Then the last one which I want to talk about is execution. Jesus Christ said, you need to count the cost, whether you have sufficiency to finish it. You need to execute for example, the man who wrote the plan for Dubai. Are you aware that a few years ago, let me just give a figure, like 50 years ago, Dubai was like a desert. In short, a place that was a desert a few years ago, they have even politely told Nigerians, please, stay in your country. You see, these things are not rocket science. 
can sit down as a, as a strategist and I will say, ah, in the next 10 years, this is where Nigeria will be. And it will happen. People are thinking. Because we are not putting all these things into practice. The man who wrote the plan, the, the vice president, who wrote the plan for Dubai, he sat down, he said, three things we use. Number one, we had a plan. Number one, we had a vision. Yes, number one, we had a vision of where we want to take Dubai to. Number two, we had a plan or a strategy. And the third thing we did was execution. Everything, if you go to Dubai, everything you see is based on a plans board. It's based on a plans board. Somebody sat down and wrote the plan and put it on paper. As I speak today, do you have a plans board for your life? Have you sat down to say, my family, for example, this is where I want to drive them to in the next few years? Or you are just stumbling into life. Some people will say, I stumbled into success. My brother, if you stumble into success, what will you do? You will stumble out of success. <laughs> you will stumble out. These things are deliberate. You need to be deliberate in the way you think. Execution. What is execution? Execution is implementation. Is to do. Is the work that you need to do. Is action. Execution is effort. Somebody say effort. Execution is the effort. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Give me James chapter 2 verse 26. You need to think, you need to plan, and you need to execute. James chapter 2 verse 26. James chapter 2. A place that was a desert. Somebody had a vision. Somebody had a strategy. And he executed it. And today, the world is trooping there. My father will always tell me, he said, nothing succeeds more than success. Success have many names. I know them. We used to be together in church. For ah, I know them now. That's first business. Now, me borrow them. Shit, wait, we go that interview that day now. I know them. Now, me give a shoe that day. Ah, I know them. I carry them for lift. You know me now. Success has what? Many attaches. But failure is what? Is an offer. That is why the first time they arrested Jesus, when they want to kill him, what did Peter? Peter said, I don't know him. I don't know him. Nobody wants to associate with anybody who is having stress or having issues and government is after you and all of that. Nobody wants to associate with any of such people. That's how life is. But notwithstanding, we are supposed to be one another's keeper. Bible says we should be our brother's keeper. Look at this. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is what? Is dead. So what is the work there? The work is for you to do. I just talked about activating the principle of growth. For example, if you don't plant, don't expect to reap. Let me bring this home. Are you aware that in terms of statistics, Nigeria is the second country that prays more? We are highly religious in this country. If Christians are not praying, Muslims are praying. If Muslims are not praying, 
The pagans are what? They are consulting their gods. But according to the poverty index, Nigeria is one of the poorest countries in terms of the citizens in the world. We're talking about individuals. Standard of living, people are suffering. But you can pick out some key individuals who are billionaires. The, 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 the richest man in Nigeria, in Africa, is a, is a Nigerian. We are talking about cost of living, standard of living. How many people are living today below one dollar? With the current exchange rate, obviously, you know that, you know, that is. More Nigerians are entering poverty every day. Every day, more Nigerians. These are the things that the white, when it comes to statistics, the statistics are all there, all the indices are there. When it comes to prayer, we pray a lot. But when it comes to execution, we are poor. If I ask you a question now, what is it that you want to do this year to be a millionaire? You cannot tell me. Listen to me, child of God. Everything does not answer to prayer. There is a principle that will make you grow. If you invoke the principle, you will get the results. If a man and a woman, they are looking for a child, the fruit of the womb, and the man and the woman, they are not in good terms. They are not talking to themselves. They're in the same house. This one will say, where is the toothpaste? Where is my toothbrush? They are using sign language to talk to themselves. When it's time to sleep, whether afternoon, morning, or night, they have two rooms. The husband will go and sleep in, his one, in one room, and the wife will go and sleep where? In the second room. They are not intimate with themselves. But yet, they are believing God for what? For the fruit of the womb. They will come to church and say, Pastor, pray for us. We want to have a baby this year. But they are not doing the needful. They are not doing the needful. That type of couple will never have any issue. Because they are not doing anything to invoke the principle. If you say, I don't have friends. Nobody cares about me. On my birthday, not one person called me to wish me a happy birthday. It means you are not invoking the principle that will give you goodwill. Invoke the principle and you will have friends. The Bible says, God gave first. And what happened? Today, we are all his children. A lot of you don't want to give first. You want to always react. You are not proactive. Let me give you an example. I don't know why I'm saying this. All my the messages they go towards couple. Maybe there's a couple that needs this message. A lady. A lady had an issue with the husband. And so the husband, quick temper man. He borrowed it, maybe he borrowed it from his great grandfather. They they passed temper from one generation to the other. I don't even know why it is wrong vices that we used to carry from our forebears. Can't we inherit something better? So people will say, don't, you know, I was saying, talk, talking about this, and Shedrach made, made a short video out of it. So people will say, my family, this is what we inherit. Can't you tell me your family, you inherited prosperity? You see some family, they'll say, eh, in, in our family, we know the quick born. In our family, this is the issue we have in our family. In our family, the first children, they always get problems. They're not the finished school. Okay, I want to ask, that family, is there no good thing that they will inherit, you can inherit? 
Don't mind me. This is how I reason. So why is it that it's always something bad you are inheriting from family? For me, now Jesus, now I inherit everything from me. Hallelujah. It's Jesus I'm inheriting from. So, the man has quick temper. Before the woman talk one, two, three, boza. Don't land and slap. You are stupid. Why do you talk to me like I'm the man in this house? They beat the woman every day. And the woman herself, not they respect herself. Talk, 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 talk. So the woman now needed help. She went to meet this native doctor. And I met the native doctor and I said, my husband wants to give me a... He's always beating me. The native doctor said, why? What did you do? He said, no, no. Before I talk one, two, three, he don't land me slap. The military doctor said, okay, I know what I'm going to do. He said, wait here. He went inside the room and did some small thing, wasted some time. And he came back with a black cloth. He said, this cloth, if you see that your husband is angry and the quarrel, don't they lead to him beating you? Run inside and put this cloth in your mouth. Don't open your mouth. If you open your mouth, the medicine will spoil. The man said, thank you, Baba. He went. She left the place. When she got home, the man said, where are you coming from? Don't you know you are supposed to give me food by this time? Look at the time. You are crazy. You are this. this the man tempered on the high. He, the next thing. The man said, wait. He went uh, into the room. Came back. The man said, you are crazy. You are a foolish woman. Your grandfather is a thief. This is the cause the woman. The man said, mm. the man was like, mm. you know, talk. The man was like, what's wrong with this woman? Get out from here. Go and get me my food. Okay, the woman entered the kitchen, arranged the thing. The next day, the man came back from work. You are a very stupid woman. You know, some people just have issues, sir. I'm telling you. Cause the woman. The woman saw that quarrel done, they start again. Run into the room, open her box, put the black cloth inside the mouth. Mm. They came back. Your father is idiot. Your mother is this. Cause the woman. The woman, not talk. After two weeks, the woman not respond. Ah, the woman say, I think I'm a fool. How can I be shouting at this woman now? This woman is not even responding to me. She's not talking. Something must be wrong. The man now changed. He was not beating the woman again. He was not shouting again. At the time, he had to call the woman and apologize. The man changed his character. Then the woman ran to go and meet Baba. The medicine worked. The medicine worked. Oh, brought here and brought far everything to the Baba. Baba, you are the, you are too much. You know you are the miracle worker. He said, "My husband and I love me. Everything is fine." And Baba said, "Sit down." As he sat down, he said, "Did you come with the cloth?" He said, "Yes." Ah, Baba, he shot. Fortify it, make it bigger, make do something, do small. The man said, Calm down, you are, your body is hot. He now opened the cloth. Nothing day inside the cloth where they spiritual. Now, sand and ashes with sand and uh, with uh, water he mixed, put for the black cloth. He tell the woman, Say, Your mouth is too sharp. If you they keep quiet when the man divers. You for not they receive beating. So they calm down. So it takes two people. It takes one person to act as the fool sometimes. 
for you to be able to win the other person over. So, what am I saying? The woman gave something that the man decided to take and the man changed. It's a principle. What am I saying? In life, you must understand that when you invoke a principle, what you get is the result. If you are not getting result in a particular matter, it is because you, are not, you have not invoked the principle. There is a principle involved when it comes to marital bliss. Let me tell you one of the principles. I've just told you now. One person eh, supposed to they calm down. Water, now they calm fire down. If you get fired for two places, what's going to happen? Building not go burn. Building go burn. When fire too hot, what do you do? You use water, quench them. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. You must understand that. So you think, you plan, you execute. Jesus Christ said, faith without works is dead. So your faith is only activated when you put it into action. I close with this. Let's go to Genesis chapter 11 verse 1. The principles of growth. You must think, you must plan, and you must execute. The principles of growth. Genesis chapter 11 verse 1. And the whole earth was of one language and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of China and they dwelt there. And they said to one another, Go, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had bricks for stone and slime and for mortar. Look at what they said. And they said, Go, let us build a city and a tower. So this guy said, We want to make success. We want to grow. By growing, we want to build a city for ourselves. But here is where they got it wrong. They negated a principle. That's what I want to bring out. Recall what I told you. When you study the scripture, don't always look at the action. Look at the principle. Who stop may reach unto heaven and let us make, make us a name. That is not the problem. Some people have preached this place and said because they wanted to make a name. That's why God scattered them. That is not true. Listen. Lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. What they wanted to do was a good venture. Go down to verse 5. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now nothing will refrain, restrain from them which they have imagined to do. So they thought about it, imagination. They thought about it and decided to execute it. Go to verse 8 for me. And so the Lord scattered them abroad from tents upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of the place called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth, and from tents did the Lord scatter them, what? Abroad, upon the face of all the earth. Now listen. You must understand the psychology of God. I've told you this before. I'm, what I'm telling you is not new. Now, God told man, Replenish the earth, till the earth, dominate the earth. The whole earth is yours. So these guys, what they decided to do was to stay in one place, build a city, and 
they will not be scattered abroad. They didn't want to be scattered because they were all speaking the same language and they were all having a good time. So, you see, sometimes when you are in your comfort zone, it can become a problem. When you are in your comfort zone, it can become a problem. That is why sometimes, let me just say this, this is just by the way. That is why sometimes, right, when the church, for example, posts pastors from church for you, people react, they're angry. Why did he post But you see, some of those pastors are doing great things where they are. They are doing great things where they are. Listen, God is not about you staying in one place and enjoying yourself. It's about you disseminating the potential that he has given to you. It's about you making impact across board. These guys wanted to stay in one place and enjoy themselves. But the plan of God is that man will go all over the earth and be running things. You are in charge of this earth. Don't stay in one place. Go around and run things. It's the same way when the, the, the disciples, they were so comfortable in Jerusalem. They were so comfortable in Jerusalem that they didn't want to leave Jerusalem. But the Bible says that you shall be witnesses unto me. That's the principle. Look at the principle. Both in Jerusalem, in Samaria, in Judea, and the uttermost part of the earth. They were so comfortable. What did God do? God used persecution to scatter them. Sometimes when God begins to do some things, it's deliberate. Don't put God in a box. Don't put God in a box. So God, listen, I'm making a prophetic statement now. God will begin to scatter some of you. How? He will begin to post you and say, go to politics. Go to the kingdom of entertainment. Go to the kingdom of sports. Go, 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 go. You are enjoying fellowship too much. You are enjoying yourself. That is good. But my dream for you is that you should dominate all the kingdoms. So these guys wanted to stay in one place and enjoy themselves. So what did God do? God gave them different understanding. They did not understand themselves anymore. And so because they did not understand themselves, they decided those who could understand their own language, have understanding of their own language, they left and they started camping in their own world. This message was brought to you by Church of God Mission International. Church for Real. For more information, log on to our website at www.churchforreal.org. Church for Real. Influence your world.